Come gather round the campfire and hear our ghostly tales of chilling terrors, darkest woes, and anything that goes bump in the night. So cuddle up with your best friend or dare it alone. The darkness is closing in and spirits are calling your name. This is Fireside Phantoms. Well, here we are again, Holly, with some paranormal and paranoid news. Yeah, I'm excited to hear what you have to say tonight, Carol. <laughs> Thanks. I, You know, I find it odd. I don't know why this is, but every time we do a ghost or paranormal story, I swear to you, there will be some relevant news or interesting articles to correlate. Yes. And this is exactly what happened. We we recorded Haunted Lighthouses and Ghost Ships yes. um, a couple weeks ago. And my first story comes from bdnews24.com and features a story about this amazing photograph that was taken by David Morris, who was walking his little terrier along the cliffs of England's southwest coast. Ruff, now, ruff, ruff, ruff. Yeah. Oh, thank you for the sound I'll, effects, I'll be playing Holly. the part of the terrier. <laughs> little Toto terrier. Ruff, ruff. The photo shows a large tanker ship, which appears to be floating high above the water. I did see this. Yes. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing. It's, it's a great so shot. It's so detailed. And, it's creepy. Know, yeah. So that that is what caught my attention. I'm like, oh, my God, they spotted a ghost ship. But when I read further, it said, no, actually, experts who have seen this photo say it's due to a weather phenomenon called superior mirage. What happens is warm air on top of colder air, like Arctic air, uh, makes the air bend light as it reaches a viewer's eyes. That's kind of like, okay, I'm not trying to talk about aliens all the time, but bending light around a spaceship is what Bob Lazar said made it so the UFOs could not be seen. So we're figuring this out We're now. figuring it. We're connecting Yay dots. Us. Yep. Dots connect dots. <laughs> which connect dots. What, you have a saying about that. Big thoughts connecting dots. I Thank you. That's what it was. That, that was is saying. my saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're doing right now. Big Maybe that'll be on dots. my tombstone. Yeah. <laughs> we should at least have bumper stickers made up to say that. Yeah, I know. You you would probably, um, you know, when, when I'm looking at this phenomenon, you'd probably have a better chance of seeing one of these mirages in the polar regions of the Earth just because of the anomaly okay. of the cold air. And, With the warm air. Mm -hmm. Sure. So... There you go, Holly. Peter Pan was just a fun creative science lesson featuring this weather phenomenon. <laughs> That's pretty cool. It's not that the ships don't exist. They exist, but they're just below the horizon. Yeah. So... That's why we're seeing the full details of it. Yeah. And and it's just so weird. Yeah. Because you're like, no, the ship is in the clouds. It looks like it's in the clouds. That could explain everything. It could. Floating cities. It could. Yeah, that's right. Because Nessie. There's been sightings of uh, cities floating in clouds, and maybe that's all it is, is they're seeing some kind of cloud. But then wouldn't there be a city nearby that they were looking at? I don't Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Okay. It what is about weird. Nessie? How Nessie. Nessie's been seen this way? I Maybe that explains Nessie. Because you see um, like a big worm sticking its head out of the water. Yeah. And it makes it look like it's a giant. Closer to you. Uh, and a dinosaur a that lives under the water. I don't know, but they're saying it could explain it. Nessie is a good cryptid we should add to our list. 
I know. I really like Nessie. It's scary. I like Nessie, too. And it's prehistoric, so I also like that. Yes. Anytime we can find a way to add a dinosaur to Mm -hmm. our show. Or even a dragon. Or a dragon. We should try to do that. We should endeavor for that. Let's do it. Okay. Now, for much darker news. Oh. We're going dark now. Everybody turn off their lights. I'm getting scared. Okay. Get scared. I'm so scared. According... <laughs> I don't have a scary voice, but I'm going to try. Okay. According to the ncregister.com. I can't do this. <laughs> Where's Vincent Price when you need him? Exactly. And Newsweek. Touche, Holly. <gasps> No. I'm using a credible news source. You got a credible news source yes. and you stole my Newsweek idea. I did. Is this about Zach Baggins and his Hanukkah guitar? Right, is it, is it <laughs> Zach Baggins or Zach Bagans? Like Bagel. I don't know. I thought it was Baggins. I don't watch Ghost Adventures. No, no that's The Hobbit, I'm pretty sure. Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> hey, but I'm a fan, so if you want to call him Zach Baggins, that's I still want to take a road trip to Las Vegas and see the Haunted Museum that he owns. I know. Zach, if you're listening to our show, because yeah. you probably are. Yeah, of course. Because we're are. that well we're that, known now. We're that big. <laughs> Invite four, us down to Vegas. All 400 of you are dying to know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so basically, this, this uh, I, I told myself I wasn't going to say the word basically. I say it a lot. You know what word I say too much is, isn't that crazy? I keep saying that. And I say wow a lot. And you know what else you say? What do I say? cool but you know who that reminds me of Ponzi. no Ponzi was cool ron from harry potter oh my god he always and you do it in the exact same tone you always are like cool cool well, obviously i just dated myself because i picked Ponzi over <laughs> harry potter Whatever. he is pretty cool um so this article said exorcisms have been sharply escalating in requests since 2018 And uh, it goes on with saying that Father Pat Collins has been quoted saying that anyone who doesn't see the need for more exorcists is really out of touch with reality. (laughs) He is considered... Take that, you atheist. That's right. He is considered one of the best exorcists trained by the Catholic Church and in an open letter to the bishops of Ireland has requested that the church take a more active role in demon hunting. We don't hear much of exorcisms or demonic possession here in the U.S. No, we don't. But in countries like Italy and Ireland, each diocese is required to have a trained exorcist on location. Really? I didn't know that. It's really um, required. Wow. They really take it seriously. Yeah. I guess, you know, the fairies that live over there. Yeah. They're pretty mischievous. So they need an exorcist? I guess so. <laughs> so they can then get the pot of gold for themselves. <laughs> That's a leprechaun. Oh, okay. Stick to your cryptid. I don't know. It, it is March. <laughs> I, I'm trying to tie in some holiday oh, flavor no. here. Actually, it'll be April, I think, when you hear this. But, Probably. Well, if they're going to get that creative, Holly, then they should have exorcisms anytime there's a full moon. Because we all know uh, everything comes out craziness on a full moon night. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. That would be kind of fun to go watch something like that on a full moon. Yeah. I think it would help. I think it would help. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool. Pope Francis has approved sending priests to a special institute that trains them specifically to battle demons. Because of the growing need and interest, there are now more exorcists in the United States than at any time in history. 
Wow. And the priests believe that not just anyone should do the rituals. They need to make sure whoever's involved is able to assess whether someone is actually possessed by an actual demon or suffering mental health issues. Hmm. Um, for this reason, the U.S. Bishops Conference has placed a detailed Q&A about exorcisms on its website to give clear information on a topic that is very much misunderstood and dismissed as a taboo subject in other religions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Recently in Sri Lanka on February 28, 2021, two people were arrested in an exorcism gone wrong. The mother of a nine-year-old girl believed her daughter to be possessed and took her to the home of a local exorcist. The mother said oil was poured over her and then she was beaten by a cane where she lost consciousness and later died at a local hospital. Wow. This is a really sad case to me. And, you know, we haven't covered possessions at all in our stories yet. Yeah, I know. I've been kind of avoiding the demon subject. Yeah, we we should probably do it at some point this year because it is actually a very common belief in many cultures and religions Mm. that people can become inhabited or taken over by a demonic entity. Yeah. Yeah. So in my opinion, the scariest movie I've ever seen, and I think I've talked about this before, is The Exorcist, Mm -hmm. which was released in 1973. And supposedly this movie was based on real life events that Mm -hmm. happened near Washington, D.C. and St. Louis, Missouri. There's some talk from movie websites that the company Morgan Creek Entertainment is going to be bringing back the famous movie for a reboot to theaters in 2021. So far, the details have been pretty hush-hush as to who will play what parts and even what kind of similarities it will have to the original. Um, so even though the movie is over 50 years old, so it makes sense that they want to remake it mm-hmm. and they want to upgrade the movie, I'm totally against the idea because in my mind... They're only going to destroy what I consider to be the most perfect scary movie of all time. Yeah, it is scary. Um, you know what it is? It's that crab walk down the stairs. Gets me every time. I don't like what watch. It's so unnatural and disturbing to see that. Just scene. the whole thing was so well done. Yeah, and uh, you shouldn't I remake just... Perfection in in the film industry because it can really get messed up. And can we mention that the original movie was extremely cursed? Yeah, I'm not surprised. They're talking about demons and Satan. Yeah, so, I mean, I just don't think it's a good idea. Yeah. I mean, we look look what happened with Poltergeist. Is, um, what's her name? Um, Blair, what was her name? Uh, I know who you're talking uh, about. The girl who played... Um, Linda Blair. Linda Blair. Linda Blair. Do you think she'll be involved? Is she, is she going to come back and have a role in the film? Yeah, they're not saying anything about it. So it's hard for me to believe that it's even they're working on it. But mm. you can watch a modern trailer of The Exorcist on HBO Max. So oh. I guess it is coming. Wow. And so it's probably going to be on HBO. It probably will. I bet you they're going to release it in October. Are you going to share your password with me? I came across a professional exorcist, Father Ronnie E. Ablong, who posted on Facebook in March 2021 that he believes horror movies, horror movies, can cause demonic possession from those that watch them. Really? Then I have probably 20 demons inside me right now because I watch a lot of horror movies. I know. He cited a particular case he was involved in with a woman from the Philippines who had 39 demons removed because of her love of watching horror movies. Now, can we get a fact check here, please? Yeah. How do they know specifically this was caused by horror movies? I don't know. Yeah. But he has listed the movies 
whose specific characters are most likely to cause possession. Oh, great. So do, I have Do tell. Here. That's fascinating. Yes. Number one, the character Valak in the movie The Nun. I haven't seen The Nun. Of course, The Nun would be his number one top of course. evil movie. Of course that is. Of course. We must stay away from The Nuns. Yes. Yes. <laughs> evil. <laughs> um, number two, this one is shocking. Esme Colon from the movie Twilight. <laughs> that is that she is the sweetest mom vampire uh she should not be you know i i think i would have picked the snobby rosalie that blonde <laughs> played by nikki reed yeah she was always so angry she is definitely the demonic character in that movie I what think. about that renezime that too <laughs> resume resumelda or whatever. whatever that was a terrible name esmeralda yeah, or whatever Renee yeah Esma. that's what my pick yeah yeah i yeah, I just, I didn't like Rosalie and I was mad at her most of the movie. I was like, stop being such a little bitch. Yeah, right. I know. Be nice. Yeah. Be friendly. She was a snobby one. I know. Now, number three, Sylvia Ganoush. And Ganoush, isn't that like a last name for um, the elephant god in India? <laughs> oh, shit. I have no, you're looking at me as if I would know the answer to I, this question. I don't know. I thought like you studied different religions and you would kind of know. No. That's or, not oh, true. wait, that's Baba Ganoush <laughs> I'm thinking of. This, <laughs> the, you know, the dip that goes with the pita bread. Anyway. Yeah. It's one of my favorite it's things. It's probably named after the pita bread dip. Ganoush, not the guess. elephant god. <laughs> They're all the same. Well, Sylvia Ganoush, I don't know who that is in the movie Drag Me to Hell, is number three on the list. I did see that movie you know the title kind of gives it away I think. it was good and um the main actress in that was um oh allison loman oh okay so uh number four the character diana walter from the movie lights out i never saw that movie i didn't either i remember the trailer for it though i wonder if it's any good it looked really scary to me because you know it's like when you're you have the daylight or you have the you're it's nighttime and the lights are on in your house and then you flip off the light, and there's just enough light to tell that there's a creepy thing standing in the corner. It's like it's the shadow caster. Yeah, and then you turn the light back on, and there's nothing there. And then you turn it off, and it's closer to you. And then you turn Ooh. it back on, and there's nothing. The trailer's pretty intense, and I told my niece, who I watch horror movies with, I go, I can't watch that. <laughs> She's like, do you want to go? I go, nope, nope, that one's going to give me nightmares. <laughs> now I really want to see it. Yeah, it's scary. Uh, number five, Annabelle, who is the main Ooh. character in Annabelle. Yes, yep. Definitely, definitely but, agree with that one. And Annabelle now lives in the Haunted Museum in Las Vegas that your buddy yeah. uh, uh, Baggins, uh, Zach. Zach Baggins owns. Thank you. Yeah. And he also goes on to say, this priest says, he also thinks movies, any movies, dealing with magic or witchcraft are also really dangerous. So, man, yeah. We better get a priest to examine me and Holly because <laughs> yeah. I've watched so many scary movies. So many. And Harry Potter falls in that category. I'm Anything sure Anything magical. Mm -hmm. yeah. And Wizard of Oz. We can't even watch Wizard of Oz. There's a witch in it. Hello, hello, ghouls, ghosts, goblins, and everything in between. Welcome to Across the Veil with host Emma and Zelda. We're two amateur cryptozoologists on a mission to explore the things that lie beyond. Beyond what? I, I, I don't know. The, the veil? It, it just sounds poetic and mysterious. Mm, true. <laughs> 
learn about cryptids, folklore, monsters, and things that are just kind of haunted. Anything that seems a little otherworldly and strange. Just like us. <laughs> New episodes out every Thursday on all of your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at across.the.veil and Twitter at acrosstheveil1. We hope you join us next time. Across the Veil. So speaking of scary possessed people and movies, did you know the killer of the Amityville horror movie uh, and murders, Ronnie DeFeo Jr., recently died in prison? No, really? Yeah, March 12th, he was 69 years old. Ronald DeFeo Jr. died at the Albany Medical Center in New York. What did he die of? Well, they don't know. There's been no details or cause of death yet available. He was currently serving a 25-year-to-life prison for... Uh, I think it was uh, all the murders of his family at their Long Island home in 1974. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. He was at the Sullivan Correctional Facility, but so far, no details on how oh. he died. When did you say he died again? March 12th. Well, he just died. Wow. No, I had not heard that. Yeah. And that's pretty young for someone, you know, 69. He and... spent the majority of his life in prison because he was pretty young when he killed them. Mm -hmm. So, wow. Man. Yeah. So it'll be interesting if they ever come out with the details on that. But I knew that you had done the Amityville Horror yeah. uh, episode. Yeah. So yeah. I just wanted to mention Thank it. Thank you for the update. Oh, you're welcome. I appreciate you. Thank you. I'm always thinking of you, Holly. You are, Carol. And Thank I, you. I appreciate that you appreciate my yeah. appreciation. Good. <laughs> well, let's move on, shall we? Yes. Besides cursed movies causing possessions, there are also cursed objects, which we know. Yes. Recently, AdamOnline.com, a local website for the region in Kasoa, Ghana, they reported on a story of a teenager who almost lost a finger after he mistakenly wore a friend's ring that was made for spiritual purposes. Emmanuel Otabil said he was playing a video game with his friend when he realized a shiny ring was accidentally left on a nearby table. He admitted the ring belonged to his friend, but didn't think it was a big deal to wear it for a while because, you know, he could always give it back next time he saw his friend. Yeah, I would do the same thing. I, you know, I borrow things from people all the time. Yeah. My sister, her clothes were always missing. She, <laughs> I was like, she's my sister. She'll miss it for a week and I'll sneak it back into her closet yeah. sometime. It's not, it's not stealing. It's yeah. borrowing. It's borrowing. Totally what's, different. What's the saying? Um... Losers, finders, finders keepers, keepers, losers, weepers. That's it. And in, and when it's your friends, it's harmless, right? I think so. Not a biggie deal. He was interviewed recently on a local-based radio station saying that his whole nightmare started when he decided to leave it on while he slept. Quote, mm. I woke up on a Saturday morning feeling pains and I attempted to remove it, but to no avail. So my friend came and used a hacksaw blade, a plier, uh, trying to get it off, but they were only able to cut a part of it off. And the rest, he said, started entering my flesh. <gasps> oh. He compares his attraction to the ring as incredibly overwhelming and interfering with regular logic and reasoning. So it was like an obsession. Like Lord of the Rings. It was some serious Lord of the Rings like action. Like Gollum. Like Gollum. Like my precious. My precious. My precious. That's creepy. Exactly. And so the mother was also interviewed and she said, yeah, she thought it was concerning. She saw her son kind of rubbing soap on his hand during the day and she was wondering what was going on. 
Um, she said she really started to wonder what was going on when about midday, a group of people were gathered around him, all murmuring and kind of like whispering. And so they finally notified her of the situation. And she said, well, just give him give him back the ring. Just give the ring back to the owner. Let's get rid of it and we'll be done with this thing. But this became very serious because... Um, it was determined that this ring that he had on was a Sakawa ring and only the sacrificial blood of a newborn baby would allow the removal from the boy's finger. (gasps) What is a Sakawa ring, you ask? Yeah, what is it? What is it, Carol? Well, thank you, Holly. (laughs) The word Sakawa means prophet or seer, and it is of African origin, but it also has changed. Um, Over time, it's become a word meaning online scamming oh like when people want to scam you online with something it's called a sakawa sakawa oh you got sakawa or here it's a sakawa scam or something like that but in this case um it's definitely a ring that brings psychic powers to the owner okay and it's used in spiritual um it's specifically made for the owner and only the owner to wear is it um tied to a specific religion of some kind i don't think so okay i don't think so it didn't it didn't really elaborate on it and i tried to research more about it and there wasn't a whole lot on sakawa rings okay so okay that's about the best that i could come up with in desperate attempts to remove the ring even welders were called in the area to help i mean so the whole like village was like trying to help trying throwing everything Um, at it but they couldn't help them at all but eventually a spiritualist came Okay. And through some sort of prayers or sorcery was able to successfully free the ring from his finger. However, there was great drama afterwards when they tried to give the ring back to the owner, but then was told by his friend's mother that no, her son rejects it and demands they make a new one for him. Oh, wow. So he was... Uh, he was highly infected by it. Yeah, he was really upset. Um, definitely wanted a new Sakawa ring. Mm. And they said since then, their lives have been threatened by a group of scary men who forced themselves into their home and made death threats. Wow. There was another report just a day later that was updated and posted by Ghana News who reported that a 10-month-old baby had been found dead. And according to medical examiners, was buried alive in a location <gasps> only 30-minute drive so just a 30-minute drive from Iron City where this ring incident took place. Yeah. So they're very um, suspicious as to they if there's any correlation. There's a connection to the dead baby. Yeah. So oh, they're okay. asking for help for anybody who might know who the owner of the baby is or anyone who might have information on the murder. That's a very dark story. Um, so it's really sad. I mean, this is kind of a dark episode, but when you're talking about exorcisms and yeah. curses and usually there's dark things there's a lot of dark stuff associated with that yeah yeah and interesting enough um other news sources like our coast to coast that we love they reported on another story that had happened five years ago also in ghana that was very similar mm. february 15th of 2015 a 19 year old boy eric bobbing or Buabang, had also seen a shiny golden ring on the ground when he made his way home from church, quote, when I picked it up, my hand was shaking. And when I tried to throw it away, I could not because my hand was shaking and something forced me not to throw it away. And I could hear a voice asking me to go home. When I took it home, I sat on my bed and put it on my hand. But when I tried to remove it, I could not. And it's on my right index finger. And no, I cannot sleep when I go to bed. 
Now I hear voices asking me to come out of my room at night. <laughs> I have been hearing human voices in my ears, but I cannot see them. So this story five years ago is very similar. Yeah. And I don't know how it ends, but like they were talking about the family trying to raise money, pleading for help because um, they really felt that they were at that point where they had to take him to a hospital to chop off the finger. Oh my gosh. Um, so the, cause the boy claimed the ring was literally eating its way into his flesh. Oh, geez. Really makes you stop and think twice before you just put on someone's ring now. Yeah. I mean, I do that all the time with my friends. I'm like, Oh, let me see your ring and I'll put it on. But, um, now I'm not going to do that anymore. You know, I always get like upset. Like if somebody wants to try on my wedding ring. Oh yeah. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's my precious. It's don't, you don't take off <laughs> someone's wedding ring and it's just fine. try it on for fun. Like, no. I'm just, it's weird. I get like really possessive. Or I'm like, no, you shall not break the sacred bound of the holy ring. This is the pact I've matrimony. made with my husband with the blood of an un unborn baby. <laughs> oh, God. I, this is some Angelina Jolie yeah, action Yeah, exactly. That's exactly Didn't it. she like wear blood around her neck? With, yeah, with Billy Bob. With Billy Bob. Yeah, then. they exchanged blood and wore around each other's necks and stuff that was quite odd yeah okay so my last story is definitely a good one and okay. it comes from the state where paranoia abounds can i guess yeah oregon no <laughs> alaska um, alaska oh, pretty close the great state of alaska so ABC, another credible news source, wow, ran a story. In I know I'm trying to up my, I'm trying to up my stories from just tabloids. Yeah, I'm trying. Do you it. you called me to betterment. I just thought, wow, I can't pass up a Newsweek story that's actually covering a paranormal topic. That's not that often. I know. So I was like, oh, okay. I know. I think they even have like weird stories now. Do they? I think so. Probably because there's no, there's a market for those. A lot of people are interested in this stuff. ABC News ran a story in February about a lady from Anchorage who was camping with her brother and his girlfriend near Chilcat Lake. You thought we were done with creepy camping stories. <laughs> Chilcat. You know, you know, one of my least favorite things about camping is that, you know, when you, it's dark at night and you have to go to the bathroom. Yes. Oh, it's the worst. You have to take that long walk. Yeah. In the dark with a flashlight. Into the woods. To do the squat. Yes. And sometimes, you know, you're lucky if there's an outhouse. Yeah, very lucky. So that's good. No, it's and then awful. once you get in the outhouse, you're like, oh, thank God I'm safe yeah. until I have to go walk back. Do it again. Yep. Yep. So, well, not for this lady. Shannon Stevens said when she reached the outhouse and sat down on the toilet, something bit her butt <gasps> right as she squatted. Ew. Feeling the searing pain, she quickly slammed the lid down and jumped up screaming. I would too. Her, yeah. Her brother came running to see what was happening and after opening the toilet lid, saw a big bear face staring back. A bear face? A bear. Of a bear? A bear, Holly. B-E-A-R? B-E-A-R. Not B-E-E-R. No. A bear. You got bit by a bear a, in the butt. How did a bear get into the toilet? Well, apparently the bear had found an entrance underneath the outhouse and had been using it all winter as a nice little makeshift den for hibernating. And I guess, like, you know, snow is thawing. It's March-ish, so April. It's so stinky in there. 
Well, not if nobody's been using it all winter. Oh, my gosh. And so, yeah. So he's like, who's pooping in my den? <laughs> How dare ye? No wonder he reached up there and got her. Yeah. So she, her butt is okay. It was like just a little bite. It was just a little nibble. <laughs> just trying her out. Mm, yeah. That looks delicious. A little first aid kit action. Did it upright. <laughs> but the following day, the neighbors also reported they had damage to their outhouse. They they had snapped a possible suspect picture of a black bear. So this black bear is looking for a new den. It, he was like, I got prematurely woken up and now I need to move on. So mm. guard your outhouses and I'm going to leave my listeners with a terror tip. Oh. I guess they're your listeners too. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sorry, this is, this is very, your episode. I'm very possessive of my ring and my listeners. You're all my, oh, my, precious. my precious listeners. <laughs> anyway, um, always look, terror tip. Always look before you crap. No, I'm always look before you sit to take a dump. I will remember that. Yeah, because you never know. <laughs> you never know what's down there that'll eat you. He's down there. I mean, some people put you. alligators down there. Oh my god, down their toilet. Yeah, some people have have been bit by spiders. Yes, they have. And some people said there's they found snakes. Snakes in Florida come through the toilets. It's why I won't go there. tarot reading tonight uh, we decided instead of doing a reading on one of our stories from this episode we thought we would revisit last week's episode which is uh, Mothman 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 and uh, if those of you who did not listen to that episode I'll just recap for you quickly who Mothman was he was a creature seen um, around the 19 mid 1960s in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. He was a tall gray man with wings, but he looked like a moth and he had red glowing eyes. And so people named him the Mothman. And it is believed when the Mothman is seen, something very bad is going to happen. And that was true in the case of Point Pleasant because the Mothman was seen just before the Silver, Silver Bridge collapsed. He was seen just before the Chernobyl explosion in Russia. And, and, you know, he is considered kind of a prophet of doom. People even say he was seen right before 9-11. Right. So that... That's interesting, isn't it? Mm -hmm. He keeps showing up right before a major catastrophe. So Carol and I thought we should do a tarot reading about will Mothman make another appearance tied to a catastrophic event? Because, you know, we're just so cheery going into the unfortunate <laughs> week of April. That's right. Oh, that's coming true. Up. That's exactly right. Because uh, last season I did a show about that April 15th through 20, there's always a major disaster. That happens. That happens. And and Mothman isn't necessarily tied to those disasters, but he's been tied to a few. So uh, anyway, we thought we'd do our tarot reading on the Mothman. And if you haven't listened to that episode, make sure you go back and check it out because it is pretty interesting. Okay. All right. We'll be right back. Be right back. Okay. We're back. We are back. So I will go first. Um, so today I'm using the movie tarot deck by um, written by Diana McMahon Collis. I'm not sure if I'm saying her name correctly. Illustrated by Natalie Foss. Um, and I like this deck a lot because it's based off of famous 
movie characters, and I used to work in the film industry, so I always love this movie tarot business. Anyway, the cards I pulled were The Moon, featuring David Bowie as the Goblin King from Labyrinth, which love is that movie. wonderful. Then we have The Lovers, which is from Brokeback Mountain, Jake Gyllenhaal and Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. And then we have The Ace of Wands, which features Bruce Lee. Okay, cool. So <laughs> The Moon is where we start. To me, that means Mothman is still around, but he is very elusive, just like Bigfoot, probably hanging out together in some <laughs> forest or something. But um, he is staying in the shadows, perhaps hibernating. I don't know, but he's still around. There's still some energy going on around the Mothman. He still has some kind of presence, but it's always in the shadows. We can't see him. Followed by the card of the lovers. To me... This means that he will come back out into the light. People will see him again. There will be that connection made. And it will be quite emotional when they see him. Probably a lot of fear or maybe some surprise or curiosity. Whatever he invokes. But definitely a lot of emotion around Mm -hmm. seeing the Mothman again. Um, And then we end with the Ace of Wands, which is a big, fiery burst of energy. Now, that could mean a lot of different things. But in terms of... Will he be tied to an upcoming tragedy? My guess would be yes, because it's a big, explosive, energetic card, which would make me feel like there's maybe a big, explosive situation that's happening on some level. Carol, what did you you get? What are you using for your deck? Yeah, thank you. Wow, that's quite the reading. Um, Let me pull up my deck here. Let's see. I am using... The Cosmic Tarot deck, and this deck is by Norbert Loshi or Loki. Uh, probably okay. it's L O S C H E. I really love this deck. This was the first deck that started me down my tarot path. It was given to me. That's how you know you're supposed to be a tarot reader. Somebody gives you your first tarot deck, and you I start to learn. Heard that, yeah. And it's always been accurate for me. That's so great. Uh, you know, it's definitely one of my favorites. And so I drew the Wheel of Fortune, okay. the Queen of Cups, and the Two of Wands. And I'm always fascinated how our readings either mirror each other or are a continuation of each other's spreads. Yeah, they tend to do that. So my interpretation is the Wheel of Fortune, since it's a major arcana card, there are events already unfolding taking place in the background. We are seeing the cycle turning So Mothman is around, things are taking place, but they just haven't become visible yet. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're definitely put into motion. Mm -hmm. Just like your lover's card, we've Mm -hmm. got a great emotional card here, the Queen of Cups. Cups always deals with heartfelt emotion. Yeah. We have the mother card here. Yeah. So this could be, you know, really about protecting children. It could be a very emotional event um, causing great coming together of families, um, or maybe the Mothman is seen by a female. Maybe he is seen by a woman, or maybe it'll be a moth woman this time. Oh, equal opportunity. Wouldn't that be crazy? (laughs) Well, they did say Mothman didn't have genitals, so. Yeah, well, maybe he'll come out with long hair or something. Yeah. And boobs. It'll be the reboot Mothman movie. (laughs) Mothman part two. Moth woman. (laughs) The vagina uh, Mothman monocles. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) And then my last card, the card of doom. Um, because I do agree wands do represent either explosive energy. Uh, they can also, um, 
you know, like when you get the Eight of Wands or other types of wand cards, they can also represent missiles, which is pretty scary. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. Um, or even for natural events, volcanoes. Oh, the explosive yeah. energy of a volcano. Yeah, that's true. Um, so whatever it is, it's very explosive. Mm -hmm. It's going to cause quite a bit of emotion. And mine is a response card. The Two of Wands is about what do we do now? Right. It's about two paths and our choices. How so I respond? think it's going to bring a response. Yeah. We're going to have to decide what we're going to do. And it'll be really interesting to see what happens. But yeah. Mothman is not going to stick in the shadows for long. No, he'll he'll come out eventually. And, and unfortunately, it does look to us and our cards the way we were interpreting this. Um, but he could be tied to another big major event of some That's kind. That's right. Yeah. So keep your eyes to the skies. Yeah. Keep looking for him. Ka! And tell everybody you love him. Because <laughs> hold him close. Things are going dark. That's no, right. I'm kidding. We, we're not that dark. You know, don't take this too seriously. Yeah, don't, don't go stock up on yeah. toilet paper. It's no, it's like okay. That. It's going to be all right. Yeah. <laughs> so we kind of got this idea that we would like to offer tarot readings to our our um, listeners once in a while as a gift for listening to us as a yeah. thank you. As a thank you. Um, if you guys have interest in having us read cards for you, you can go ahead and, and submit your questions. We'll totally keep it anonymous. Um, maybe give us a special screen name or some kind of name you want us to use in the reading so you know it's for you, but nobody else does. That way we can keep it under wraps. But yeah, we would be happy to do some tarot readings for you guys if you're interested. Um, we'll put them on to the end of a couple episodes and you guys can hear what we have to say. Thank you, guys. We'll catch you next time. Thanks so much. I hope that happens for you, Holly. I do, too, because I don't have any other life <laughs> other than waiting for shows to come back out. <laughs> so sad. Oh, well. So sad. Pray for me. Well, everybody, have a good dump tonight. As the flames die down, do remain undaunted. Though all hitchhikers are ghosts and all dolls are definitely haunted. guys be sure to follow us on instagram our handle is at fireside phantoms if you have a spooky story you would like to share with us send it to firesidephantoms at gmail.com and you may hear it on a future episode